So you have got me for another half a day. And I guess I say that because there's this horrible slim chance that we may never spend time again together. I hope that's not true. I hope that we get to hang out together because I think genuinely that you are some of the nicest young people I've ever spent time with. But um, I say that because... um, I would love it if there's any of you that would love to grab me for a question or a prayer or just a chat about anything. I, I, I certainly don't see my role this weekend as just being a kind of visiting bloke who just comes and speaks and then naps off. I want to be here to serve you. So I guess uh, let me just say that uh, if you want to grab me for a few minutes today before we all leave, I'd really love that. And if there's anything I can pray for or chat to you about, I'd really, really love that. I want to be open and available to you guys. And um, I know there's a few of you already I've spoken to and I've written down your names and some of the situations that are going on. And last night I was praying for you and I promise to keep praying for you. But I just wanted to say that, share that at the start. One more thing I just feel really quickly I'd like to share. And I know that like we are tired this morning. So my talks um, in this session and the next are going to be shorter than I planned them to be and a bit more interactive because I'm just aware that energy levels are like so um, and I'm, I'm there as well uh, so things are a bit short but just one thing I'd love to share with you really quickly that I felt that God put on my heart um, for you guys um, I mentioned that I've got a sister her name's Becca I mentioned also that she's really cool she works in a lush shop she's vegan everything about her is cool she lives in Bristol um, I'm sometime, I sometimes wonder if we've actually biologically got the same parents not because it's teased but just because it doesn't make sense that someone that cool would be uh, my sister and the child of my parents who if you ever get to meet are, are the least cool people um, on the planet earth um, and she went through this phase when she was younger of um, going through lots of different, um, picking up new instruments and new dances, uh, new like, I don't know, um, hobbies, but not sticking with them for very long. So basically there was a time where she learned um, ballet. Anyone here do ballet? None of you? Did you genuinely? Oh, I'd have believed you. Anyway, she did, she did ballet and basically she was learning all of the like ballet moves, the plies and frankfurters and stuff like that. She was doing all that and and she did it and she was genuinely really good at it. And after about um, eight months, she'd done a few grades, she just stopped and I was like, Becca, what are you doing? You're really good at ballet. And she said, oh, I don't know, I'm just not kind of feeling it anymore. And so I went, all right, well, I thought you were really good at it. And the next thing she did was she started learning uh, piano. Any of you, you, a few of you do piano? Uh, A few of you do, you're shaking your head at me and you liar. She does piano and she's doing her grades. She does grade two and three, does all her scales, does all of our arpeggios, works really hard at it. And then one day after about a year or so, again, she just gives up. And I said, Becca, you're, you're getting on really well with the piano. You're, you're learning it faster than I did. And she said, yeah, but I'm just sort of not feeling it. And I went, oh, no, you're really good. And then she learned the flute. Any flautists here? Flute players? None of you? Okay. She does all the flute. You again, ballet and flute. Um, and she's learning all the stuff. And guess what? After about a year, she gives up. We're like, why do you give up? Oh, stopped feeling it. And um, I share that with you because I meet a lot of young people that sort of treat how my sister treated the piano and the flute and ballet. They treat God like that a little bit, whereby they base everything on how they feel about it. And they say, do you know what? I go to weekends like this. I went to Soul Survivor and I had this incredible encounter and I felt amazing and I felt really close to God. But then I sort of went back to school and went back to daily life. And I don't know, I just wasn't feeling it anymore. 
And I guess I felt that God put this challenge on my heart for you to say that the Christian faith is, is not based on feelings. It's based on truth. It's based on, on the faith, the truth that we were talking about yesterday. And on days like today when you're feeling tired and on days like, I don't know, a week Monday where you've had your half term and you're going back to school and everything sort of just like feels a little bit near, the truth of Christianity still remains true. Like tomorrow morning, the truth that Jesus died for you on a cross and rose again is still true as it is right now, as it was last night. And I guess I want to encourage you to hold to truth, especially goes for worship. I know that when we worship and we sing songs, sometimes we are just, we feel so knackered and we feel like, oh, I don't want to be standing up for this amount of time. I want to encourage you. There was a challenge that was placed on my heart when I was 16 years old, that on the times that I felt tiredest, the moments that I should push in more and put my hands up in worship, not because I felt like I wanted to do it, but because that's not what my faith is about. It's not about feeling nice. It's about worshiping God who's true and his spirit. So I just want to leave you with that really. It's a challenge and I I guess the challenge is I want you to push on and I don't want you to equate the nearness and the truth of God by how you feel about it. Does that make sense? Okay, great. Maybe. Blank faces. Well, we'll see how we go. Okay, great. I want to talk to you a little bit about stories this morning. How's our PowerPoint looking, Dan? Is it looking all right? Oh, you broke it. No, no, that's good. Um, If you go to, yeah, if you hit present... It might take you back to the beginning. If you just press the arrows a little bit, yeah, press the next arrow. Yeah, great, there you go, we'll, st- we'll start with that. No, that's the that's, that's next one, we don't wanna be there. Go back, 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 back. Back more, loads back, this was last night. Back, 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 back. Loads more back, no, that's forward. Back, like back, just hit the back button. You'll hit, yeah, more, 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 lots, 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 and more, and more, and stop, and more, and great. And now go forward again once. When I was a kid, I told you a little bit about my granddad and how he was rubbish with kids. On the other hand, my granny was brilliant at it. She had grandparenting down to a T. And what she used to do is every time my sister and I went around to my grandparents, every night before bed, my granny would tell me two stories. One of them would be a Bible story and the other one would be the hungry giant. Have have any of you ever come across the story of the hungry giant before? Okay, I'm about to blow your minds with the story of the hungry giant. It is deep, it is meaningful. She would tell us this story every night before we go to sleep because she knew how much we loved it and because it, I guess it, you know, we got really familiar with it and we loved it. This is the story of the hungry giant. Get a load of this. Once upon a time, there lived a hungry giant. And he lived in a cave, and the cave was next to a bunch of villagers. And these villagers were really scared of the hungry giant, because every day he would come out and he would shout his demands at them, and they would have to comply with those demands. One day, the hungry giant got out of his cave, and he went up to the village and said to the villagers, I want some bread. If you do not give me my bread, I will hit you with my bommy knocker. Does anyone know what a bommy knocker is? It's, um, that's a really freaky picture.